Hello and welcome to the Nidhika Behel show the game of life series Today in the studio I have with me a homemaker and a home chef Gini Sha Welcome Gini welcome to the show Thank you Nidhika Gini so would you like to share with my listeners a little bit about your background the family and the home you grew up in Yes of course I'd love to I grew up in a very uh, typical gujarati family right my parents my two older sisters i'm the youngest in the house and i'm the most pampered <laughs> and spoiled brat of the house my parents have really really spoiled me and so have my sisters i've never felt you know uh, disappointed or i've never felt that you know oh i didn't get this or i didn't get that they've always given me everything in abundance how beautiful so we've had a lovely upbringing mom was uh, you know a typical homemaker perfect homemaker i'd say you know taking care of the in-laws taking care of my dad taking care of the three kids she had without help she would be in the kitchen making the most scrumptious meals for us every wow. single day amazing. yes she was talked about everywhere that oh shobhna shah makes the most amazing food Sounds so like yeah my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes I, i'm sure all mothers are amazing amazing in the kitchen yes and my parents have been very forward looking i so have my sisters and uh, my dad used to go abroad and used to get us the best of clothes and you know so we've been brought up in a very very fancy manner so gini varun to share with us what was it like growing up in a traditional gujarati family right what what were the typical messaging that was given to you as a woman in your growing up years typical messaging that we were given was that oh you have to grow up you have to finish your education eventually you have to get married and settle down have babies be a homemaker just like our mom and uh, yes and that's what life is all about our parents never encouraged us to uh, be career oriented right right i think okay, which is so, true for most gujarati families and yes. even marwari families for that matter yes, right yes absolutely absolutely we're, we're jains gujarati jains right and for us everything was about you know getting married having babies and settling down yes yes so career work jobs were never a part of our upbringing never so when you got married like were you okay with the fact that you're going to be a homemaker for the rest of your life or did you have any dreams yeah so i got married at a very very young age i got married at 22 oh i started dating yeah. my husband when i was 17 Wow. And uh, you know my only aim was to get married and settle down and have babies because we were conditioned that way. Right. But I didn't know. So I am married to a Marwadi Jain. Okay. Okay, who are a little more orthodox than Gujaratis are. Ah, They're more okay. reserved and more orthodox. Right. So I did not foresee all that. In spite of my parents, you know, guiding me and advising me against it. Right. I did not listen and I just went for it. Oh. Until the day i got married and suddenly it hit me you know that oh my god i'm married right before that everything was a bed of roses oh my god we had such a rosy picture about getting married and oh my god a honeymoon and <laughs> love and you know babies and things like yeah, that but yeah yeah i think most women actually i think you would agree relate with the life as a bollywood dream you know it's what the movies show us right Absolutely. And unfortunately Absolutely. it turns out to be typically more like a Hindi TV series. <laughs> <laughs> you bet, you bet. Because we have grown up watching Bollywood movies. You know, we had those VHS at home and we would watch movies and you know everything's so rosy and so beautiful and happily yes. ever after. We all But want well, happily Khan in our lives, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Unfortunately, it's not that way. 
And, you know, things are never like a happily ever after. Right. Never. Right. The day I got married, suddenly that night it hit me. I said, oh my God, I'm married. And now what next? Waking up in the morning at 6 a.m., cooking for your husband, cooking for your family. You know, suddenly my parents and my sisters had taken a backseat for me. Right. You know, my priorities changed. I was, you know, not allowed to meet my parents very often. I was not allowed to meet my sisters very often. So that was a big, big, big setback in my life. Of course, I can imagine. Yes. So uh, putting it in a nutshell, I faced a lot of challenges in my life at a very, very young age. And it was very drastic for me. So I could not accept it very easily. Right. But one thing I had decided to, you know, I had told myself that I will not get into depression. I will not get suicidal. I will fight my battles. How wonderful. I was very strong, yes. And I think it's hereditary because my mom is super, super strong. And I've got it from her. In fact, all three of us have got it from her. We're very strong. So that is one thing I decided. Of course, you know, a lot of things transpired in 11 years right. of my marriage. Right. And one day, you know, I we decided to separate from my in-laws. Right. And, you know, uh, have another place of our own. Which worked out very well for me in terms of, you know, emotional setback that I had been through. Right. The mental torture that I had been through. Right. I needed to get out of that and move on. But at that time, I had not thought of, you know, starting a career or, you know, started starting to work. I had already, I, I had two babies already by then. Wow. And yeah, so it was very, very challenging. The whole process was very, very challenging. But yes, we fought it out. My husband was very supportive in that case. I think one of the things that men can really do beautifully, you know, especially in a scenario where, you know, a woman leaves her whole home, her family, her everything and comes to your house. I think the least a man can do is just support her. I wouldn't say that therefore rebel against your own parents, but definitely support in a way which is, you know, which is equally fair to the wife as much as it is uh, to the household. Absolutely. Know? But he being from... A, from a Marwadi family, orthodox, reserved, being the only son. You know, I had never expected and never wished and never hoped that he would leave his parents for us. You know, I'd never wanted to separate them ever. Absolutely. But things got a little out of hand and we had to take that step. And it's amazing yeah. that he supported you. I think and yes, hats he did. off to him. Yes, he hats did. off to him for that, right? Yes, he also prepared himself. I think he prepared himself for so many years till he could eventually take that step. Wow. So, so, which worked beautifully for us. So, how did you deal with your emotions? You know, you said you were very strong and you were very clear that you're not going to get suicidal or depressive. So, how did you deal with your emotions in those years? You know, Nidika, my inherent nature is to be happy. So, even if there was a little tiff at home or an argument at home, I would go inside the room, I would cry it out and come back smiling. Right. So, you know, I dealt with it in that way. I would keep calming myself. I would keep pacifying myself. It's okay. It's okay. It's just making me stronger. It's just making me stronger. So I dealt with it. I dealt with it for 11 years. But then, you know, there was a point where I could not take it. So that was the time when I had to take that step and move out. So Giri, I know you sing also, right? I think you've sung professionally oh, yes. as well. <laughs> yes, haven't you? Yes, I did. Yes, so I did. was that the way you released emotions through your singing? Was it the time when you yes, started so, singing? So music has been one very 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 big support in my life music heals me 100 in fact it heals everyone it, everyone yes i was just yes. going to say that <laughs> yes it heals everyone so i used to have music on every single day from the time i would wake up till the time my kids would get back 
so even now even today i have music on every single morning whether it's the gayatri <laughs> mantra or it's the, the hanuman chalisa hanuman chalisa by the way has given me immense strength to fight my yes. battles yes. yes i agree with you i yes. think there was in yes. fact there have been three key moments in my life when Hanuman Chalisa is what has saved me. You know, I mean, honestly, like it really works. If one can just it's, read it before sleeping, I think it's just powerful beyond comprehension. No, really, at any point of the, at any time of the day, I would suggest you know, if anybody, if somebody could read it or sing it aloud, that would be so beautiful. You just feel suddenly. You just feel, oh my God, I am the strongest woman on yes. this planet. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So, so music has. played a very very vital role in my life. I can't imagine myself without music. I can't imagine myself sometimes when I wake up to think, "Oh my god, what if I was not able to sing?" I think I am a little more gifted than the others are. Uh, <laughs> if you know, uh, because I am able to sing. Yes, of course you are my darling. Yeah. And I mean, I tell you singing is something which they say that you can model singing and you can make it better, but I truly believe that you know you either have it in you to sing or you don't have it in you. Oh, you sing. don't have it in you to sing. I know, so, I know. So but, why did but, you not uh, pursue it professionally, Gini? I mean, you could have continued uh, You know, before I got married, mm-hmm. I was singing professionally. Oh, I you was were. doing stage shows. Yes, I was. I oh, was. Wow. I was doing stage shows. So like I told you it was very drastic for me the change was very drastic so after I got married I was not allowed to sing I was not allowed to go for my classes I was not allowed to perform on stage because I told you like again it was a very orthodox family right so we weren't allowed to do any of that so you know all that was you know pent up inside me and one day it had to erupt right right so but nevertheless I was I always thought that no there is some way or the other you know that I can heal myself with music so I would listen to music every single day of course and I would sing every day along with it nice so you know I'm a little confused here so since singing was your passion and when you did have a chance to start a career right uh, yes. the turning point in your life where you actually had a chance to start a career why did you not pursue one in singing and instead became a home chef because i thought to myself that it was late for me to begin a singing career i just thought to myself i never took advice from anybody i it was a preconceived notion that oh you know you cannot start a music career after a particular age right but i was wrong i should have the minute i moved out so how about if you get a chance i don't know who's listening to this podcast today but i do know we have a few people from the film industry who log in and listen to the podcast some music directors I so how about so. you sing two lines for them and see oh maybe somebody will call you <laughs> we don't know right we don't that's know really so sweet that's so sweet that's so sweet i would i would love to sing two so lines please go ahead i would love, would to, love to, to hear your voice as well so uh, there's one of my favorite songs uh, by lata mangeshkar rahe na rahe hum mehka karenge banke kali banke saba baage wafa mein rahe na rahe hum wow. i am getting goosebumps here gini <laughs> I'm like wow oh my god there is magic in your voice my darling I mean I'm How I'm sweet. sure you, you you're right you're gifted and you must do something about it I don't know who's going to listen to these two lines but whoever does my hope and prayer for you is that somebody contacts you 
How Nothing sweet. Needs. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Nidika. That's really, really sweet. But I yet do a few stage shows. I haven't stopped. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do do a few uh, private shows and wow. stage shows. Wow. For our little social groups and, you know, our family and, you know, friends. But your voice needs to go out in a bigger way, right? I know a lot of people <laughs> <don't> know that. <laughs> okay. So, so tell me, Gilly, you know, what was the turning point in your life that made you think about becoming a home chef? Oh, so becoming a home chef was never planned for me. I was always, always very fond of cooking because my it comes from my mom. Right. <laughs> uh, second, my husband is a foodie. He's a gourmet. He loves food. He just <laughs> loves sweet. food. So uh, that really, you know, when I was married and uh, I was living in that house, so there were a few things that would keep me happy. Like, for example, music. The right. second thing was cooking for him. That I would see. really, really make me happy. So I would, you know, experiment, you know, try my own recipes. I would mix and match, you know, I would I would do some permutation combinations and, you know, come up with my own recipes. So that he really appreciated. Of course, we had never thought that I would get into, you know, cooking and taking it professionally. All this while, it was all about, uh, you know, Marwadi food and Gujarati food and Chinese at the most. Or right. then later came in Thai food. Yes. So gradually our palates evolved. Absolutely. Like, yes. for example, from Chinese, we moved to Thai. From Thai, we moved to Japanese, to Mexican, Lebanese. So I used to try all these dishes at home and they turned out pretty good. They t- turned out <laughs> exceptional. Wow. Uh, but I always felt that, you know, my husband was being biased. He was prejudiced because you know, <laughs> he didn't want to. Because we've grown up believing that, uh, you know, way to a man's heart is through his stomach, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Well, actually, the way to my husband's heart is through his stomach. So I won his heart. I won his soul. Then there came a point where I started experimenting on gourmet food. Right. You know, when we would travel, we would try food, you know, at these fancy restaurants like a Nobu and Zuma. And, you know, at that time, of course, Nobu and Zuma never existed. But before that, you know, when we went to the U.S., we would right. go to Jaya Thai and places like that. Right. Uh, Hong Kong, we've tried a lot of food, you know, the gourmet kind of food. Right. So I used to start experimenting or probably that went in, you know, this goes into that dish. So I started experimenting all that at home and it turned out really exceptionally good. How amazing. So my brother-in-law, that's my sister's husband, Uh has traveled the world and he's eaten at the most fanciest restaurants, Michelin star restaurants. Wow. And then the day I, you know, sent him some food to his house and he called me the next minute and he said you know you are wasting your time and your talent (laughs) why don't you pursue it as a career and I just put it off I said yeah 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 you know you guys are just being prejudiced but he every time I would send him something to try he would call me he would pick up the phone and tell me that listen you need to do something about this seriously so one day it just occurred to me I said what am I doing with my life just partying just socializing bringing my kids up you know taking care of the house I'm what am I doing for myself yes what am I doing for my soul nothing nothing I'm just keeping everybody happy but what about my soul yeah by then I had a huge social circle I'm a people's person I love to make friends I love to make new friends So by then, I had already spread the word around that I may be starting this. My friends have been so supportive and so amazing. I can't tell you, Nidika, unconditionally, they have supported me, you know, without any expectations or anything in return. And they spread the word in turn for me that, you know, Guinea's going to start this and she's an amazing chef. She cooks really well. And, you know, the word spread really, really fast. 
Fabulous. So it so happened that I started getting these small, small orders. So I curated a menu, the wow. best of my dishes. Yes. <laughs> nice. So would you, so would you like to first, share with us what those dishes are very quickly on the yes, show? Yes. So at first, there was just about eight to nine dishes. Mm-hmm. So there were about two Indian, three Mexican, one Lebanese. Right. Oh, I had a dal bati, which which I my husband thinks I'm really good at. He's never <laughs> eaten dal bati like that anywhere else. <laughs> How nice. So uh, that was on my menu. Then, of course, my falafel was on the menu. Mexican uh, quesadillas were on my menu at that time. Wow. Then it so happened, people started ordering from me slowly, slowly. And then I had a lot of other things to introduce on my menu. Now I have about 35 things on my menu. Wow, that's incredible, Gideon. Yes, that's yes, incredible. yes. 35 yes. Very is Very exclusive. Lot. Yes, exclusive, not the very typical kind of Even the know, best of hotels we... and restaurants don't have 35 things on their menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's but here amazing. I'm doing all cuisines. Which is why I have 35 items on my list. Wow. And the last one that I got inspired by was from my favorite restaurant in town. And it turned out pretty good. It's called the Black Rice. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And I have orders every day. And people are really, really happy. They give me amazing feedbacks and testimonials. So do you have it in mind to sort of grow this into a full-fledged thing? Like with, you know, maybe hiring chefs under you to work your recipes? Oh, wow. That That is my dream. That is my dream. That is my dream. Yes, I want to grow in leaps and bounds. Wow. Yes, it is my dream to have many, many chefs working with me. So what are you doing in that direction? Are you doing something? Are you waiting for something? What's going on? Uh, So, you know, I've already started supplying my food at Cornucopia. Oh, uh, wow. It's in Matunga. Yes, it's in Matunga. Uh, right next to, you know, the Madras Cafe yes. people have opened a food store right next to their cafe. Wow. And I'm supplying food to them every day. That's so, amazing. Yes, that's been very progressive. Of course, I'm doing a lot of events, birthday parties and a lot of other events like that. It's, it's been very, very progressive. I never expected it to grow so much. And now I'm really excited to take it to the next level. Wow, that's amazing. I think, uh, you know, that maybe you could just have a cafe where people come and do some karaoke. And, oh, wow. Uh, and there is cooking <laughs> and you're there and you get to sing along with them and you also get to feed them awesome food, right? From all over yes, the globe. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And my dream is to become a celebrity chef. I am sure you will be. And maybe open a restaurant like a Nobu or a Zuma. Do you have something in mind that you would want to call So my brand right now is called the Evolve Palette. Right. I don't know what I would call it in future. Maybe it would stay as the Evolve Palette mm-hmm. because now people know me as Guinea of the Evolve Palette. Right. But if I open a restaurant ever, yes, I would want to invent a word which would mean music, soul, faith, love, God, gratitude, all in one. I don't know what wow. that word would be called. <laughs> Well, but I could think of one. What, I could think of one. Maybe it. you could call it Musy Soulicious, you know, so music oh and soul God. and you delicious. You got, it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. That's a nice one. I'm going to think about it. That's a nice one. You're being kind. It was <laughs> No, that's cute. It's really cute. I could almost imagine the logo also for it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. You know, there'll be some, probably some halo sign and some music sign and some notes I don't know what and of course have a karaoke every night and then if if I'm a celebrity chef and I probably have a Wednesday special you know where I am singing and people are coming and watching me and you know eating their food I am definitely coming okay 
Thank you, Nadika. You're really, really kind. Thank you. Thank you. You shared such lovely cuisine details. My mouth is absolutely watering. So I have to know how can we order this yummy food from you, and how can my listeners order this yummy food from you? So you can check out my page on Facebook. It's called the Evolve Palette. T H E E V O L V E D P A L A T E. The Evolve Palette. Wow! And they can place orders through the Facebook page. Ah, uh, no, I haven't put up. many details on that page because i have a lot of random people messaging Absolutely. me and calling me yes. so i don't want to share details with them so if they really want want to get in touch with me they can message me on messenger on oh, private I message I get and get in touch with that's me fine. i'll share my number with them and i can give them all the details they need awesome that's awesome so gini what's the message you'd like to give other women out there who might be you know serving their families and loved ones at the cost of kind of neglecting their own dreams and desires you know a lot of women i have noticed they have this thing about you know if i can only sacrifice enough to give love to my family then maybe i will receive the love and recognition that i deserve no you know? no no and no, in that no, pursuit no. they kind of completely destroy their own passion dreams and desires and the energy of sacrifice is so strong that it eventually even ruins the relationships for which the yes, sacrifice began in the first place out. right it completely drains them out so what's the message you would like to give these women i would like to share with them and tell them that yes what you're doing is a fab job yes you must take care of your family you must not neglect them you must do everything they should be your priority yes but do not neglect your soul Absolutely. do not neglect yourself by neglecting your soul you're hurting your soul do not do that it's never too late to begin anything in life 100% i was wrong when i thought that it was too late for me to start my music career but i should have yeah. it was not late even today if somebody tells me to go become a playback singer i am ready to do it wow I've become so strong. Yes, it's never too late to do anything. I couldn't agree with you more, Kitty, on that one. Yes, so really? please, please do not neglect your soul. Do things that make you happy. Go back to what made you happy. Yes. Just because we're married does not mean that we don't do things for ourselves. It's not fair. It's not even fair to the family. because you know we're always coming from this energy of compromise and sacrifice and at some day it's going to even disturb the relationships because the energy is getting spoiled you know in the family yes absolutely so if you're happy if your soul is happy everyone around is going to be happy because you're exuding that kind of positivity absolutely absolutely yes. and i think yes. a lot of people have it backwards you know they feel that if i love everybody they will love me back but if you can just love yourself you'll be so much overflowing you know it's like a cup overflowing with water or coffee or whatever you can imagine absolutely. right absolutely. it's like then you're giving it away freely without expecting anything in return and that's the kind of unconditional love which can hold a family to they're so beautifully absolutely absolutely i believe that if you love yourself yeah everyone will love you and in turn you will be able to love them even more absolutely yeah so gini you know what i want to ask you mm. one more question okay what yes. can a homemaker do to win in the game of life follow your dreams follow your passion live for yourself make yourself your soul the topmost priority wow Thank you so much Gini that's a beautiful message. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank And you Nidika. Thank you for having me over. Thank you so much. But before Thank I let you. you go I'm going to get a little bit more greedy, okay? So I'm going to ask you for one last message generically. It may not be for homemakers, it may be for anybody out there, even the men who are listening to the podcast. Any message you want to give on life to people in general? 
love unconditionally don't get judgmental of people and have no expectations from anyone only then you will be happy your soul will be happy thank you so much gini thank you that's a beautiful message you left us right there thank you so much for joining us today it was wonderful talking to you and i'm quite sure many women out there who are going to listen to this podcast are going to get inspired or at least think about the fact that what are they doing for their own happiness and even if one life is transformed because of this podcast i think you've done your job right thank you thank you nidika thank you i hope i hope i have brought a smile to at least one person's face 100% definitely especially when you were singing i'm sure you have brought a smile back to so many faces so many thank faces. you thank you thank you nidika thank you so much so thank you gini and thank you guys for listening to us today i'll be back soon with another incredible guest so hang in there see you soon bye bye